Hello and welcome back to Atomic Geekdom. My name is Dave. Happy 2019. Uh, it's a weekend of the year already. I hope you're all doing well. I hope it's going well for you. Um, no disasters or political intrigue into your lives. Uh, yes, we're back. We were back last week with our office Christmas party. We had a great time doing that, and that was just kind of a special event that we tried to make sure we were back in time to do. We've taken the last couple of months off, and I'd like to take a moment to explain to you why. Um, and then I will introduce who's joining me this week. Um, so basically, I burned myself out mentally and, uh, I guess emotionally, that's kind of mentally too. Um, and I did some reflecting and stuff and realized there was a, a Dave problem. And, um... So yeah, even though 27, 2018 excuse me, was a fun year for me, I got to do a lot of new and exciting things, I took probably the vacation of my life, and had a great time, 2018 was also a very depressing year for me, and it wasn't anything in particular that happened, just personally, um, I realized I'm not myself anymore, and nothing was making me happy, I was very joyless and hopeless, really, uh, so um, in, the, in, the, in the vein of trying to make mental health, health uh, not a stigma and more of something that we should not be afraid to talk about. I'm talking about it. Um, I was severely depressed. I'm now seeing a therapist. I'm seeing a psychiatrist. And I'm also on antidepressants. So because it's a normal thing and it's not something anybody, any of us can control, that's why I'm being open about it and making sure that that stigma is not there. Can't judge somebody for being depressed. They can't help it. Um, going out and looking at the day as if it's like a brand new day is, is easy to say. It's not easy to do. Uh, trying to be happy just by thinking we're happy is also easy to say, also not easy to do. Um, it's very hard to pretend like the world is sunny and cheery when inside you have no hope. Um, but I've tried and it wasn't working and that conflict was causing my brain to want to explode and it was making me angry and irritable and uh, the past couple of months I've just gotten to a point where I was, you know, canceling plans on people and just wanting to be alone and sit in my room, sit in my, you know, lay in bed and watch the same shows I've always watched over and over because that's comfort to me. And that's the only thing I wanted to do. I was to a point, I wasn't calling in sick to work, but I wanted to very much just not go to work ever and just sit in my room alone with my, my TV shows and my movies. See, even video games didn't bring me joy, but I'm happy to report, uh, four months in three months, three and a half months into therapy and two and a half months into medication. Starting to feel a little bit better, a little more motivated to do things. It's not all sunshine and roses, um, but we're getting there, and I'm even playing video games more often again and wanting to. Real hooked on Octopath Traveler, loving that game. Um, but my point is, if you're not feeling yourself and it's, you think it's could be something more, for me, I thought I could just fix it myself. Just, you know, go about my day and be good to go uh and you know I'll, I'll work myself out of it i couldn't i needed help and thankfully my mother and my brother both have gone through it and they pushed me to do to seek help and some friends um including uh, both of these guys um i got help and i'm getting help and i'm working through it and hopefully that makes me better makes the show better because i'll be happier and and uh and if you're you know out there and you're feeling the same way i was down dark hopeless for me, it was every day is the same. Is this it? I get up, go to work, come home. Is that it? Is that all there is to life? And granted, I was doing cool stuff. I was going to conventions. I was meeting celebrities. I was meeting brand new people, like the two people on this show today with me. Um, I was doing really cool stuff, and I'm like the last person. I was then feeling guilty for the way I felt because 
I'm getting to do these cool stuff and I'm still depressed. Like, what what the hell's the matter with you? You got two jobs, not one. You're working hard. You got a roof over your head. You got food. You got mild health. <laughs> Everyone's got health issues, but I'm not dying or anything like that. And my family's okay and stuff. But so why are you so depressed? But that's that's it's it's chemistry. It's biology. It's not something that really can be explained. Um, there's just you know things there, wires that aren't connected the right way, and we got to fix it any way we can, whether it's by talking about it or whatnot. So that's all I'm saying is you're not alone. If you need help, go get help. Don't be ashamed of it. There's no reason to be ashamed of it. Uh, so I kind of am just not going to be an advocate for depression or anything like that. But I wanted to let you know that's where I've been. And if you have that same problem, talk about it. Uh, get some help. But so that's where we've been. And also, we've all taken some time to recharge and refresh and try to get some new ideas, new energy to the podcast. We've been doing this for we're going on five years, I want to say. I have to double check. That could be four years. Um, it all goes by so fast. Um, but, uh, I've been doing it and most of us have nonstop. So every week we're pretty much doing it with maybe a week or two off or, you know, just get, it's time to take a step back, look at Atomic Kingdom as a whole and see where we want to go with it. Um, and we're going to be making some changes this year, some small, some maybe big. I'm going to be stepping in front of the camera more because, uh, it was pointed out to me and it's a very true point. The brand needs faces, not just random people from conventions. So, it won't be just me. It'll be everybody involved that wants to be involved to be in front of the camera and hosting uh, the events at the conventions we attend and some random stuff around our hometowns like comic book day and um, other random Star Wars day, stuff like that. We'll try to do some cool stuff um, and hopefully with the help of our resident <laughs> uh, expert editor, Patrick, um, he'll be able to put those videos together and make it look super awesome for us. Uh, and that'll all hopefully start very soon. Um, so 2019 on the schedule so far for conventions for me, at least there's going to be the C2E2, the wizard world. And I'm hoping, 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 hoping fingers crossed to go to star Wars celebration in Chicago. So, uh, that's coming up very soon. So hopefully you got those to look forward to. And one of my hosts with me tonight, uh, who also, also, if you didn't know, is the co-owner of atomic geekdom, Jenny, let's see if she knows what convention she's going to be doing this year. Oh my gosh, I've got too many logged in already. I'm already set for San Diego, which is a given. Um, and going to try to get to the Long Beach Comic One, which is, I think, in February. And then there's WonderCon. So there's a lot. And then once we get to the summer, Midsummer Night Scream, Scare LA, all the California horror stuff that I that I love dearly. Um, but Dave, super good intro. Like, totally a great way to... To wrap up what we've been doing this year and what's what's to be seen um i had a friend say and this is the greatest stuff is that if you look forward to the new year as of if i had this i'd be happy and i'm gonna throw that out the window this year because i've done that every year like i want this and this will make a good year i'm gonna look at the stuff that i have and i in doing the christmas party last week Atomic Geekdom has brought me so much cool shit. Like, I can't even explain how. I mean, new friends that, like, when I when I talk and see things from Tom or I see even Josh and, like, JD back in the day, you know, like, <clears throat> we, we're a family, and it makes it so awesome. So the things that we look forward to, even if they don't come to fruition, like, it's so awesome. And I'm I'm super giddy for 2019. I mean, there's there's bad and good of 2018, and you got to take it with a grain of salt. And we all improve to be to be better people and 
make it a better world. So my my goal is is to keep being an absolute geek on everything that comes out, which you will probably hear me rant a little bit too much going into this one because there are so many awesome movies coming out. But I'm glad to do it with the people that I love and get excited. So, Dave, you freaking rock. Back at you. Uh, yes, as she mentioned, this episode today is going to be talking about all of the movies coming out in 2019, what we're most excited for, that kind of stuff. And to help Jenny and I do that uh, is one of our other co-hosts at Atomic Geekdom. It's Johnny. Hi. Yeah, anything to add from all of that? <laughs> oh, uh, no, nah, I'm real excited to continue to be a part of Atomic Geekdom. And I think that uh, this this whole refresher stage that everyone went through is going to be great and contribute to you know really positive flow with the with the show moving forward lots of great episodes lots of great ideas coming out this year so that's really exciting uh hopping on to a little bit of uh what you were saying with regards to the de- the depression i'm told you know I'm, I'm i've been there too i've been on antidepressants for three years and uh was very anti-medication before that i you know, i you know, issues with, uh, you know, seeing friends or family go down that, that rabbit hole of medicating and then that turning into a problem, some sort of addiction or, or, uh, abuse of the medication. So I was very anti-medic, but I also got to a point where I was, yeah, it was pr- pretty dark, pretty sad, pretty tough times and had to face it that, uh, I needed to, I needed, I needed something, whatever I was doing wasn't working. So I needed to reach out to, to some other help. So I also, uh, started seeing, um, not not a therapist, I just referred to her as a counselor, but I started seeing a counselor a couple of years back, and uh, I don't I don't go anymore. I haven't for a while, but uh, that was a really great step in the right direction and hopping on that medication. So antidepressant brothers, am I right, Dave? That's right. We can get together. We can share each other's medications. We can well. uh, <laughs> abuse the system and get as many as we can and distribute them to other people who think that they might also be depressed. You're such a jackass. Yeah, the happy, the happy pill train. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm real excited to, to be back. I, I'm, I'm pumped, like, like really excited. So uh, let's do it. All and right. If you're depressed, the best solution, the best medication you can give yourself before you reach out for any other help is to just crack open an ice cold Mountain Dew voltage, everyone. Because if you're depressed and you're sad and things are tough and it's dark out there, well, I'll tell you what, just down a whole can or a whole case of Mountain Dew voltage and all those problems go away. I promise you, it's an Atomic Geekdom guarantee. That's right. And uh, when you use the promo code Atomic Geekdom at your local grocery store or gas station, they'll look at you funny, but they'll know. They'll give you a wink. And they'll know. Yeah. They'll give and you a... guaranteed you'll get f- at least 40% off your purchase. Right, right. Of any Mountain Dew products, don't don't try to use this on toilet paper or no, no. some some random list that's like Cheez-Its. Though. Oh, God, if we could get Cheez-Its 40% off, that'd be amazing. We're working on it. Maybe 2020. We'll see. We'll get there. That's right. Our goal for 2020 is also to have LASIK available for all of our listeners. Oh, I'd love LASIK. Yeah. So, so everyone... <laughs> It can be 2020 and 2020. That's our motto. It's going to be our, camp- oh, it's going to be our campaign. As I need stronger glasses, the older I get. <laughs> uh, all right. Before we dig into all of the movies, uh, I just want to check in with everybody very briefly to see what we're all hanging out and doing over the past four months. Things we've been enjoying. 
uh, content-wise, games, books, movies, TV shows, that kind of stuff. I'm going to start with a negative, which is not fun for me, but I saw a ton of movies this past year because of the movie pass and because of uh, the new movie pass I got called Cinemia, which I'm trying out. And um, so I got to see a lot more movies I normally wouldn't go see. I'm not a theater person per se. I'll go to opening weekend for all my comic book movies and my sci-fi stuff. But for the most part, when it's a, just a generic comedy movie, I'll wait till it comes out on you know VOD or whatever, digital, and just watch it that way because people at movie theaters suck. But in going to all these different movies, uh, actually this was a Christmas tradition. Me and my mom go to a movie every year on Christmas Day. And this year we thought, hey, a Will Ferrell, uh, John C. Riley comedy, that, that can't miss. Step Brothers, Talladega Nights, those are fun movies. Uh, Holmes and Watson was the worst movie I saw in 2018, and it might be my last movie of the year. Uh, and from what I'm hearing from reviews, people are walking out of theaters because it's so stupid. It's real bad, and the trailer had the funniest parts, and that was it. So, um, yeah, I don't recommend it. <laughs> It was oh. it was terrible. I was really hopeful that it'd be just a fun, stupid movie, and it was stupid, but it wasn't fun. Um, and as I said, uh, games-wise, Octopath Traveler, I've been hooked on. I've been just addicted to it, just putting tons of hours in on my Switch with that game. Uh, it's been out for a while, I know, but um, also, uh, I'll just throw this out there. Maybe I already started <laughs> uh, doing podcast time traveling. I might do a little marathon on New Year's Eve. Might have done a marathon on New Year's Eve. I'm going to start the Kingdom Hearts games, which I've never played before. And I want to get... Oh, you're in for such a treat. I want to get through so I can get to Kingdom Hearts 3, which comes out later in January. Um, and I might stream those... Or I might be streaming those on Twitch at this point. So find us on Twitch, Atomic Kingdom. And you might see me playing some Kingdom Hearts. I just bought the whole Kingdom Hearts The Story So Far thing for like 40 bucks. So... Nice. Um, that's what They're I've been. Great games. Yeah, I've had no. Yeah, I've, I've. I don't know why I've never jumped on it before. Final Fantasy is up my alley, and all the Disney movies are cool too. So I don't know why I've never played it before. But I know my roommate played it once, and I watched him play it. So maybe that's why I didn't. But all right, Jenny, what about you? Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> I am. I have sucked this year. One is I'm pretty sure I hit my book reading goal via Goodreads, but I forgot to tag the dates I read the books. So I have no clue what books I actually read this year because none of them are tagged with dates. Um, but I have been, this has been a good year for me and my obsession with Joe Ledger. So I went through the last Joe Ledger book. Now I'm into Still of Night, which also has Joe Ledger stories, and I'm lined up to read um, Broken Lands, which kind of ties into the whole thing. So um, been just totally digging, digging the storylines and the then and nows because the stories aren't always parallel. Um, but yeah, really bummed that I hadn't logged my my dates because I have no clue what books I read this year. Um, but there's been some awesome ones that uh, I'm hoping continues into 2019. There's, there's a lot on the horizon, so that's definitely my big one. But right now I'm obsessed with Still of Night. I've got a couple chapters left, and that book is fabulous. Like if you're into like Romero and like Night of the Living Dead, those um it's kind of the the dead of night series is kind of known as like the prequel to romero series um but it's just smart it's it's good sci-fi zombie awesomeness so that's been my my big plus this year is just 
the book series that I love, I get three separate stories of that are just awesome. So, nice. yay! There you go. <laughs> All right, and then Johnny, wrap us up here. Uh, uh, it was big year, 2018. A lot of great movies. Um, I guess quick recap of some of my favorites. Obviously, Infinity War. I'm talking about the geeky ones. Uh, Infinity yeah. War, uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was an A-plus film. Second best film of the year. Um, not not just comic book wise, but sure. but just in general, a fantastic film. Um, so it was a it was a real pleasure to to go see that with my daughter. Uh, big game, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate finally came out. And I've been playing that nonstop. I think I'm over 200 hours into it. Um, I can turn and, my switch uh, on and look. <laughs> yeah, I seem to be playing it every time I look. Yeah, I love it. I love uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate is the best Smash game, uh, in my opinion. And you know I'm main in that King K. Rule and Sonic, crushing <laughs> it. I'm uh, having a really great time. I, I love that game. Um, so I've really enjoyed that. Uh, I actually went back and uh, through Audible, um, re-listened to the Brandon Sanderson Mistborn series. So books one, two, and three of that. And then I'm starting... Um, there was another uh, trilogy or quadrilogy that came out afterwards, and, and I've only uh, listened to slash read half of those. So um, I decided uh, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna restart that series, might as well start from the beginning. And that's a great if if nobody's read Mistborn, check it out. It's really interesting. Real uh, quick, would make for a really great TV show. Are the audiobooks really good on those? Because that's actually on my list to read, but I've been cranking through audios faster than I have been actual books. Yes, great audio. The voice, um, I, I don't remember who the voice is, uh, but he does all of them. It's the same voice across the whole series, and uh, and it's I think it's really good. Um, so definitely definitely check it out through audio. I, don't, I mean, I don't know if there are any uh, off-brand, quote-unquote, of that series that you'd be able to find um so probably just the one and uh it's it's really great so i think i don't know i think that's it great movies great uh great great video games oh i played uh zelda breath of the wild finally when i got my switch <clears throat> and i've um loved that game one of the best games i've ever played fantastic so it's been a it's been a really great year for movies and video games spider-man obviously really great so um all the big hit stuff I I really got into and spent a lot of time um, rewatched plenty of movies. I just went and saw Bumblebee the other day, yesterday must have been yesterday, which would have been a week ago when you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. And um, that was really good. Holy cow! I, I was I'm shocked. It had more heart and character in it than all the other Transformers films combined. Does, really great film. Does uh, spoiler alert? Does Bumblebee kill John Cena? Spoiler alert! No, he does not. Damn it! <laughs> In fact, he gets a nice salute from John Cena. Son of a. All right. Yep. Uh, well, I suppose he couldn't really see him to kill him anyway. <laughs> John Cena's good in the movie. I like. Well, I've always liked John Cena in you know in, in his films as an actor. I, sure, I have no sure. idea what his professional wrestling career has been like, but crap. Um, as an actor, I've always enjoyed him. And uh, it was really, I mean, it was good. It was really, really good. And I haven't seen Aquaman yet. I, I'm not in any rush to. Um, I chose Bumblebee over Aquaman. Because 
I could go on for days about that one. <laughs> yeah, John uh, Aquaman. Yeah, we talk about it in the office party. Uh, okay, we all... yeah, and I and I came real late to that and was yeah. only on for a few minutes. So yeah, that's okay. Uh, it's we all enjoyed it. it. We enjoyed it for what it was. It's just a turn your brain off action movie. That's what it's I figure fun. it is, and that's why I wanted to see Bumblebee because I thought same thing. Yeah. How how yeah. great of a surprise would it be to go see Bumblebee and it turn out good? Mm-hmm. Then oh, to go on... see Aquaman and it'd be fine. Bumblebee's on my list. The trailer I saw made me feel real 80s nostalgic, and uh, it looked decent compared to the the last three or four Transformers movies. I only like the first yeah. one. So, um... well, the Transformers movies are scary because their their trailers are always really good, except yes. for like the last one. I think the last night had a really crappy trailer, but all the all the four films before that always had great trailers that made you think maybe this is the one that's good. Yeah. And Bumblebee's not earning a lot of money. I think maybe it's because <clears> people are burnt out and they just don't trust Transformers anymore. Probably, yeah. But take my word for it. It's it's worth seeing in the theaters. It has the best Oh, I don't want to spoil it. Okay. It's got the best Transformers stuff in it. All right, there you go. Better than any other film that they've done. So there you go. All right. When you got we got to press forward here. All right. We're going to go through 2019. This is a list of movies I found on Wikipedia. Um, just to put the source out there. So if there's movies missing, that's their fault. Um, I didn't do much other research other than that. We're going to break it down into three-month sections. So uh, we'll go quarterly here. And I'll list the movies. And we'll talk about ones that we're really excited for. And then at the end, we'll say, you know, if you could try not to spoil it, which one you're most excited for. At the end, we'll try to narrow it down to... Which one is our most anticipated movie of 2019? What's maybe our sleeper pick? That kind of thing. So mm. be thinking about that while we go through. So here we go. Um, and if you want to join the conversation, always hit us up on Twitter at Atomic Geekdom or Facebook or Instagram or the website, TomKeem.com. Let us know what movies you're looking most forward to, what looks good to you, what looks like crap, where what we got wrong, all that good stuff. We like hearing about all of it. Um, so here we go. So January, which is the month we're in. Through March. So, start with January. We've got, on the 4th, Escape Room, which actually looks pretty decent. Um, A Dog's Way Home and The Upside Down come out on the 11th. On the 18th is Glass. And the 25th is The King, the Kid Who Would Be King and Serenity. And then we move into February. Miss Bala, Jacob's Ladder, and The Informer come out on the 1st. Uh, the Lego Movie 2, the second part. What Women Want. Cold Pursuit. And The Prodigy come out on the 8th. Uh, Alita, Battle Angel, Isn't It Romantic, and Happy Death Day to You come out on the 14th. The 22nd of February is How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, and The Rhythm Section. And then March 1st is Chaos Walking, Tyler Perry's A Medea Family Funeral, uh, and Fighting with My Family. On the 8th, we've got Captain Marvel and Cliffs of Freedom. The 5th, February is a big month. 15th, Us and Wonder Park. The 22nd is Greyhound, The Beach Bum, Where'd You Go, Bernadette, and Five Feet Apart. And finally, uh, because it's a leap year. No, it's not. I'm just kidding. We're in March. Uh, the 29th, it's Dumbo, Captive State, The Translation of Wounds. So that's our <laughs> first quarter here, January, February, and March. Uh, kick us off. What's uh, What jumped out at you at the, on that list, Johnny? Uh, Glass. I'm really excited for Glass. I've been waiting for Glass for a long time. And, um, let's see, Lego Movie, obviously the sequel. It would have been nice if we had gotten that a little bit sooner. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's been so long and they did the two other Lego movies. It seems Um, like it's a good Christmas movie. I'm surprised it didn't come out two months earlier. 
Uh, yeah, I'm a little surprised that it's that it's coming out in February. Maybe they have a sleeper Lego movie coming out towards the end of the year that that mm. they haven't announced yet. Um, Alita Battle Angel, I'm super excited for that. What I liked uh, about I think... that trailer is they did a cover of a Linkin Park song for uh, the trailer, which I really dug. Oh, okay. It was maybe I didn't notice it. It's hard. It's subtle. It's real. It's real subtle. Music. Yeah, it's real subtle. Um, but uh, I'm super excited for that. And and this this surprised me when I saw the trailer for it. But I'm actually pretty pumped to see Happy Death Day to you. Yeah, man. Because I saw the first Happy Death Day. I like going it. in thinking this is going to be so stupid. <laughs> but but I really enjoyed it. I had a great time watching it. I was, so I'm really excited for a sequel. Yeah, that trailer came on during the Holmes and Watson fiasco with my mom, and I said, "Hey, this watch this trailer. Let me know what you think." She's like, oh, that seemed all right. And I'm like, well, yeah, what's great is the main character, the blonde girl, you ha- you're you hating her in the first part of the first movie because she's mm-hmm. not a good person. No. And she actually takes a real journey <laughs> through this, this movie. And I really enjoyed the first one. And the second one looks pretty good. So I'm, yeah. There I'm was a you. good balance of comedy and, and horror, um, yeah. thriller and mm-hmm. uh, twists in it. And I was very surprised that I enjoyed it. So I, I happened to see the trailer on YouTube, and I thought it was like a fan film. Oh, okay. I thought it was one of those where people maybe cut together, sure. um, you know, scenes from other movies in the original to be like, "Hey, look at this fake, this fake trailer of what could be." Uh, but no, I'm, I'm super excited for it. So yeah, that one surprised me, uh, and I'm and I'm super excited to see it. Um, How to Train Your Dragon. I'm excited to take my daughter to see it. I hope it's the last one. I think it's supposed um, to be, not yeah. Not because I don't like the series, but I feel like it's building towards a climax mm-hmm. uh, to some sort of finality. So I'm totally okay with that. Okay. And right. then uh, Captain Marvel. Of course. Really excited to see that. Not excited to see Dumbo. Oh. I hate Dumbo. Ew. I hate the animated movie, and I hated the trailer for this, <laughs> and I just hate Dumbo in general. So all right, all right, fair no enough. No Dumbo. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, Jenny, what what say you? Us. <laughs> Hands Us. down. Yeah. That's my most anticipated movie. The moment those posters came out back in October, I'm like, Jordan Peele nailed it with Get Out. And, oh, I forgot about that one. Like, I'm excited for that, too. But when that trailer launched on Christmas, I must have watched it four times. It looks creepy as a mother effer. Like, mm-hmm. it is... It looks like everything I want in a horror movie. And it looks smart. And the casting is fabulous. That now I'm just like, I have to wait till March? What the hell? So that that definitely is on like the top of my, my list. Except in contradiction to Johnny, I am kind of excited for Dumbo. Because I'm hoping Tim Burton is getting back into like more of his big fish type, you know, or like the early Edward Scissorhands. Because I haven't been a big fan of like the uh, Alice in Wonderlands or um, any of that where it's just Johnny Depp being Johnny Depp, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, the trailer for Dumbo actually looks really good. And there's a scene like Patrick and I both agree on this. There's a scene where Dumbo's in the clown makeup. And the way that they do the CGI, it's it's so emotional and like it's so heartbreaking. And I am a huge fan of the, of the story of Dumbo. Because it's a, it's a smart story. And I think a lot of, like, kids' books these days kind of miss that um, that empathy. There's some out there. But, like, those early those early kids' stories, like Dumbo or, like, Bambi, they have so much truth to real life. 
And that trailer, when it shows Dumbo in the clown makeup, I'm just like, oh, dude. But it looks it looks good. It's got that Burton-esque style to it, which is great, or it can be too much. Like, there's, you know, I think Tim Burton sometimes forgets the rule is less is more. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know that he ever knew that. Well, I mean, you take Edward Scissorhands, and it's it's a beautifully made movie, and it's it's got that weird stylistic where it's got his signature on it. You know, it's Tim Burton. But then you take like the Alice in Wonderland type, you know, movies, and it is, it's like shove it down your throat, Tim Burton. Then I'm hoping it gets back. Like Big Fish is is easily on my top twenty greatest movies. Like Big Fish is such a beautiful movie. And the trailer so far for Dumbo has that same feel to it, where it's a little fantastical, but makes sense with the storyline. So I, th- I think it will be good. Um, I'm excited for Glass too, though. Glass is going to be is going to be really good. Um, I just rewatched um, the earlier two movies, and it's it's. I think we're I think we're gonna do good, and. How to Train Your Dragon. I didn't think I would like either of those movies, but I'm excited for a new one because they're always good. They're always fun. So, yeah. But us, it's all about us. That's all I'm going to be talking about for three months now. All right. I saw a trailer for Escape Room when I saw Holmes and Watson. That looked all right. It's got Deborah Ann Wool in it and uh, Tyler Labine. Um, So those are some people I like in it. It looked decent. It's like not going to be great. Something to check out on rental probably, but um, it looks all right. And then. Um, a cute looking movie, a movie that was something that you don't see much. I feel like anymore, uh, for whatever reason, I feel like uh, the kids' movies when I was growing up are, were way cooler. Like the the teenage movies, like Rookie of the Year and Sandlot. Not just baseball movies, <laughs> but uh, stuff like that. It seemed like there was a lot more of that back then. Um, I don't feel like I see it anymore because of the the young adult movie wave. I think. Um, so I think the kid who would be king is gonna be kind of cool. Um. Uh, that one kind of piques my interest. Maybe take my nephew to see that one. Um, but yeah, uh, the big names obviously are on my list, of course. Captain Marvel and Us and Dum- Dumbo has a place in my heart. It's one of the first Disney movies I saw as a kid with Bambi. Uh, so I'll see it. Probably, well, if I've got my movie card, I'll probably see it in the theater. But um, but yeah. Um, and Fighting With My Family is a wrestling movie based on the life of Paige, a WWE wrestler, and her family. It's got the rock in it, and he he produced it. Vince Vaughn's in it, and uh, Nick Frost is in it. Uh, written and directed by Stephen Merchant, so you can't go wrong there. It's gonna be fun, even if you don't like wrestling. I think it's gonna be a fun movie. Um, it's got Nick Frost. I mean, come on now, and Lena Hedy, <laughs> Lena Hetty is in it too. Uh, all right, let's move forward here to the April through June. Uh, April kicks off, man, it's going to be a big comic book year. Uh, April kicks off April 5th. No, no jokes there about April Fool's Day. Uh, is Shazam and Pet Cemetery and Farmageddon, a Shaun of the Sheep movie. Shaun the Sheep movie, excuse me. Um, the 12th, keeping going with comic books, Hellboy, Missing Link, Breakthrough, and Little. Uh, the 19th has The Curse of La Lorena, Under the Silver Lake, Penguins, and After. The big one, 26th of April, is Avengers Endgame, The Aftermath, and The Intruder. All three of those sound like they could be the same title. Um, And then we're into May. May 3rd is Ugly Dolls, Pokemon Detective Pikachu, The Rosie Project, and The Hustle. 
The 17th is John Wick 3, Parabellum, A Dog's Journey. Uh, the Sun is also a star. May 24th, uh, the second Disney live, quote-unquote, live-action movie. Aladdin, Ad Astra, Bright Burn, and The Kid. 31st is Godzilla, King of the Monsters, Rocket Man. Not that Rocket Man, it's Elton John. Um, and then an untitled Bloomhouse movie on the 31st. Finally, June. June 7th is Dark Phoenix, the X-Men movie. The Secret Life of Pets 2. Flarsky. Uh, the 14th, uh, two sequels of sorts, men in, kind of reboots, Men in Black International and Shaft. The 21st has Toy Story 4, another reboot in Grudge and Child's Play. The 28th has Ford versus Ferrari, Limited Partners, another horror sequel, 47 Meters Down, Uncaged, and an untitled Danny Boyle, Danny Boyle Richard Curtis film starring... Uh, Kate McKinnon and Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran, really? Uh, but yeah. All right. So that's our second quarter of movies. What, if anything, <laughs> jumped out on the page to you, Jenny? Oh my God! Endgame. <laughs> like, I would like to <laughs> say sure. there's. I mean, there are a lot of great, great movies, especially in April alone. I mean, Pet yeah. Cemetery actually looks really good, except I am boycotting the Hellboy like I wanted them to do good with Hellboy but that first trailer was everything I feared they would do so I'm unless they come out with a, a spectacular trailer I'm I'm avoiding Hellboy um but that's just the Guillermo del Toro love in me um but Endgame I just re-watched Infinity War and I cannot wait to see Endgame and that they did so good in the trailer of giving you enough to anticipate Without blowing everything, you know, how like some trailers will tell you everything that's going on. But just like Tony sitting there, you know, talking to his camera and his helmet, you know, and it's heartbreaking. And at the end of Infinity Wars, that was heartbreaking. And to see how they're going to come out of that, I'm I'm super, super giddy to see where that goes. But there's, if there was ever a Marvel movie where they could show nothing in the trailers, it would be Endgame and it would still put butts in seats like this yeah. this is when they need to do it when they need to just put out a few trailers that are just like this first one where you get little snippets but you don't get anything else it, people will still go and see it you don't have to make it big the mvp of that trailer to me was the score the score was beautiful just for the trailer oh, yeah yeah well and they do such a great job with like they don't go overboard with the CGI and, you know, like, yeah, he's in space, but you don't get distracted by it. Like you feel a part of the scene. And I think a lot of, especially in comic book movies, it's distracting when there's so much CGI. And I think they're nailing it with the Marvel movies. I mean, there are still, you know, when like the spaceships land on in New York or what have you, but that trailer is beautiful. The way that they, the way that it's shot, what they actually tease you with, everything hands down. But just my my favorite story was at the end of uh, Infinity Wars when my brother went and saw it. They, him and his friend were sitting next to a dad with two of two kids, and at the end when certain people died, the kid's lips started shivering, like quivering, and he's just like, "Dad, Dad, is 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 he dead?" And my brother had to lean over and tell him, "He's like, this is only part one." There's another part, <laughs> you know. So just my excitement of like that little kid knowing how things end, like who's still with us, who's not, and etc. I'm 
I'm giddy. I'm super excited. I, they did such a well, like a great job with that. So I hope that I hope it lives up to it. All right, all right, Johnny. Uh, I'm also excited for Endgame. <clears throat> I think Ant Man's going to wind up being the MVP of the movie. So that's really exciting for me as a huge Ant Man fan. Mm-hmm. Um, real quick, some some smaller films that I feel like I'm going to wind up uh, enjoying that I'm super excited to see: Pet Cemetery, which Jenny mentioned. Um, I really want to see The Intruder. I like the uh, the the trailer. I thought that was really interesting. So uh, I'm pumped to see that. And uh, John Wick Three, really really excited for that one. But the 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 one I'm most excited for, aside from Endgame, which is the obvious, you know, th- sure. that's 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 the best one of that of that quarter i think um is uh oh no i'm gonna space now i just had the name on it but i tried to build it up no aladdin i'm really excited for aladdin i can't wait for aladdin i think will smith is a the perfect choice where they're not trying to imitate robin williams will smith has his own style and his own um sense of humor that that he's gonna bring to the genie and uh, I'm I'm super pumped for it. It was it that's been my most uh, requested live action Disney film for a very long time. Before they started doing them, I was like, I'd love to see a live action Aladdin. The one thing the trailer was missing, great little teaser. I hope it's in the next trailer. I want to see Carpet because he's the best character of all those movies. <laughs> it's time to see Carpet. All right. Uh, I'm a little disappointed you didn't mention as a fellow shark addict. Shark addict. Uh, 47 meters down. Oh, 48 meters down? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, 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 I'll see it. Yeah. I'll, I'm surprised it's, it's not, real, not. Yeah, it's not real high on my list. Yeah, I'm surprised it's not like a straight to DVD type thing. Um, You'd think it would be because that wasn't really a film that warranted a follow up. No, no. Um, um, I'm, I mean, if anything. You, they could have done a sequel of The Shallows, mm-hmm. just with different characters. Sure. It could have been the same thing. I, I'd be more interested in that. Yeah. You know, one one movie I'm not excited for, and I wish I was, is uh, is Shaft. Or Son of Shaft, or whatever they're going to wind up calling yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and the only reason I'm not excited for it is because it's directed by Tim Story, who I think is a garbage director. He's put out such hits as Fantastic Four and Rise of the Silver Surfer and Ride Along 1 and 2 and Think Like a Man 1 and 2. He's just crap. <laughs> so the fact that they got him, the fact that Ow. Sam Jackson was cool with 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 being in a movie, his movie, I feel like. Yeah. Directed by Tim but directed by Tim Story? Come on. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Wasn't there like so many stories about him on set of Fantastic Four just checking out and partying and stuff? Like No, that that was Trank. That was just Oh, that's Trank. right. That that's the, right. Yeah. The reboot. That's right. Um, yeah. Tim's no, Tim's story just sucks. Um but then <laughs> Toy Story 4, I wish I was more excited for because I'm I'm excited, but not a, not as much as I should be well, because the... it's Toy Story and it's proven to be a very <laughs> successful um franchise and and all the films have been good and there was a good question on that because i just had a whole conversation about this i felt that they did such a great job with toy story 3 that they ended it perfectly so i don't know what story they have left to tell with toy story 4 so i'm not as excited as i think i would have been Mm -hmm. and i know it's going to be great i mean they they don't make bad toy story movies and they're always close to the heart and nostalgic and all that but I don't see why we need another Toy Story movie. Are you in that same boat, or 
Yeah, I, I kind of am. I feel like the story was wrapped up just fine. But I felt that way about two, and I felt that way about one. So I'm excited for it, but I all, but but there's a part of me that's kind of already closed off and done with the Toy Story franchise. I'm I don't need to see though. it anymore. Yeah. Right, I'm with... But the synopsis for it is that the, the little girl that they're all toys for now, she makes a toy uh, made out of a spork named Forky, and Forky has an identity crisis. He doesn't know if he's a toy or if he's a utensil kind of thing. But I've also heard that the story is going to involve um, Woody and reconnecting with Bo Peep. That part I'm excited for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with I'm uh, I'm more with Jenny. I thought with the third movie, it was three movies were done. I kind of said goodbye to my little toy friends, and it was very very heartbreaking at the end and very mm-hmm. uh, uplifting too. Um, I saw that one with my with my niece. It was kind of like our first uh, solo movie together that we got to go together with, and it was yeah, it was like saying goodbye to the the toy your toy friends, and I was kind of done at that point. I thought this is good. This is a good bow on the series. Uh, cause it was, it was, it was the first movie I saw with my brother alone together when he was younger. And then I saw it at the end with my niece when she, you know, and I was like, oh, this is perfect. What a nice little, little bookend here. And now we've got four, which like everyone's saying, it's going to be good. It's going to be fun. Um, but I just think this is the obvious Disney money grab and I just kind of wish that would stop, but you know, you know, we get it. Um, Real quick for me, uh, there's a lot on this list. I'm again gonna disagree, and not again, but I am for the first time tonight going to disagree with Jenny, and I'm I'm super excited, more excited for Hellboy than I have been ever. Um, I don't get me wrong, the Guillermo del Toro two movies were beautiful, but I didn't like them. Um, this Hellboy looks like the Hellboy from the comics, feels like the Hellboy from the comics. It has Ian McShane in a role that he was born to play, uh, Mila Hovovich as the bad guy. Uh, Mike Mignola, the creator of Hellboy, is involved with the script. I'm just, uh, you know, and I, I, I can't love David Harbour, so can't not love David Harbour. Um, so I'm excited for it. It looks good. Plus, the music in the trailer was fantastic. So, um, I hope you're right. I, I, I really, really, really hope you're right. Because, I mean, I'm old school, and I wanted, I wanted Guillermo del Toro to do his third part because the story's not finished. But I think where my disappointment is, and I want your two cents on this, is they're advertising this as being the more gritty, dirty part of the comic books, and I didn't get that at all from the trailer. Well, I think I think they want you to come in with the fun. They want to get you in the seats with the fun, and then they're going to hit you with, whoa, hang on a second. That's what I think. Yeah, but I think that's false advertising. Well, that's pretty much all I see from every movie these days. So, uh, uh, And it's also the first trailer. Sure, yeah, yeah. So we got... Well, I mean, we've got six months, five, I'm sorry, four months, four months. Yeah, it's in April. So we got some time. We got, we're going to get plenty more trailers and TV spots. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, what else? Of course, Avengers Endgame is, is you know, that's got to be on my list. Uh, I would be lying if I said I wasn't intrigued by Detective Pikachu, but uh, it did throw me off a bit. Um, Aladdin I'm excited for because I'm a huge Will Smith fan. And when they announced that guy Richie was directing it and that Will Smith was playing the genie, and all of that good stuff, I was I was in. Um, and Aladdin is uh, another Disney movie that holds a special place in my heart. And so I'm very excited for that one. That'll probably be the first live action, quote unquote, live action Disney movie I see in the theater, uh, not rented. Um, and it better it better have an end credit scene or an over the credit scene where Will Smith wraps the the plot of the film <laughs> back to us, or he does a song for the soundtrack. 
Well, he's definitely going to do a song for the soundtrack. I, <laughs> right. I don't doubt that at all. Right. He's, he's probably going to get a couple songs in the It wouldn't the surprise movie. me. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Um, but <sighs> God damn it, if they don't have a rap of Will Smith recapping the entire film to the to the audience, <laughs> I will be upset. That is a huge missed opportunity for sure. Um, I You know what? I'm looking forward to Secret Life of Pets 2. I kind of like the first one. I thought that was pretty cute. I love the first one too. Yeah. It's so true. <laughs> I thought it was pretty cute. And I'm not a pet guy. I don't have any pets. Um, Dark Phoenix. I'm an X-Men nerd. So I'm looking forward to that installment. Um, what could either be the last or the first MCU version of X-Men. We could start teasing towards X-Men joining the uh, MCU in this movie. Uh, or in the trailer. Or, I'm sorry, the trailer. The credit scenes or something like that. Like could be their tease uh men in black international surprised me with that trailer the cast is great but i wasn't ready for, you know I, I liked men in black all three of them for a whole new cast and you know that's kind of uh, you know it's tough to do uh, the, it feels like a will smith movie without will smith like independence day 2 and that movie sucked um yeah so but chris hemsworth tessa thompson liam neeson um emma thompson i, I think we're going to be all right and the trailer was fantastic so uh yeah i think that's it toy story 4 i'll see yeah so all right let's move on we gotta keep rolling here july through september here we go july 3rd an untitled annabelle movie july 5th spider-man far from home the 12th 17 bridges and stuber the 19th our third quote-unquote live action disney movie the lion king uh, the 26th, the new Quentin Tarantino movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is about the uh, the Manson murders, I believe. Um, and the 26th also has Wish Dragon, which is a Jackie Chan movie. And now we're in the August 2nd, Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. I can't believe that's the title. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what a ridiculous title. But it's perfect for that franchise. <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, August 2nd also has the X-Men movie The New Mutants, another one uh, that's been pushed off quite a bit. Uh, also, Dora the Explorer, which is, I think, a live-action movie. Um, it sure is. Yeah, yeah. August 9th, Artemis Fowl and Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Uh, August 16th, Good Boys, The Angry Birds Movie 2, and Play Mobile the Movie. Yeah, that's right. That old what? toy line has a movie now. Um, August 23rd, the Gerard Butler trilogy uh, of dot, dot, dot has fallen. Gets its third movie. Angel has fallen. And Overcomer comes out on the 23rd. And finally, September 6th, It, Chapter 2. September 13th, Downton Abbey the movie. And Spies in Disguise, another Will Smith movie. Uh, the 20th is The Kitchen, the 27th is Abominable, and The Hunt. All right, Johnny, kick us off. What are you looking forward to on that list? Oh, It Chapter 2. Yes. I'm really excited for It Chapter 2. The first It was uh, such a surprise mm -hmm. that it that it turned out to be not just a great horror film, but a, a, just a good film in general. Yeah. So I'm psyched uh, I'm to really see Bill Hader that. in that movie. I really am excited for Bill Hader in that movie. Oh, he's the perfect pick yeah. for Richie. Yep. He's the perfect pick. Uh, beep, beep, Richie. <laughs> I'm psyched. I can't wait. That's going to be good. I'm really excited for that. The Quentin Tarantino one, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, I don't know. I don't know that it's about the Manson murders, but I know that it takes place around that time and it probably involves them. But I don't I don't think it's like about. OK, uh, yeah, it's set in the time Manson. period. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yep. Um, I know Margot Robbie plays Sharon Tate. 
I yeah, it's got a really great cast. And Tim Roth is obviously coming back because he's great. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio, mm-hmm. Brad Pitt, uh, one other guy who I was really excited for. Uh, um, Damian Lewis is in it. Luke Perry, Emil Hirsch, Dakota Fanning, uh, Al Pacino, Scoot McNary. Oh my God! Never mind. There were tons of people I'm really excited to see. <laughs> I was trying to narrow Hold it down. I'm yes. looking at it now. Michael Madsen. Yeah. Uh, he's a, a Tarantino staple. Yep. Um, James Marsden and uh, Clifton Collins Jr. So it's yeah. it seems like it's going to be a really great cast. So Huge I'm cast, I'm yeah. excited for those. Uh, Spider Man. I'm I'm for sure going to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'm really excited to see the next Annabelle oh, film, okay. because the first one was bad yes not a good movie but the second one annabelle creation i haven't seen that one it's called yeah that was good okay and i really love the conjuring universe so even if some of the films kind of fall flat like the nun was pretty it was bad it was just it was not good um but i love the lore and i love the mythology and uh i actually went back and rewatched conjuring one and two after having seen the nun and kind of rekindled that love for for that franchise so after Annabelle creation turning out to be pretty good, I'm really excited to see the next Annabelle. It was funny. I felt embarrassed. I watched that whole movie, The Nun. I liked The Nun, by the way. I, um, but I watched that whole movie. I'm like, man, she looks so much like Vera Farmiga. And then the cast <laughs> the cast comes up. I'm like, oh, it's her sister. Okay, never her mind. Sister. <laughs> pretty smart. Yeah. Pretty yeah. smart to do that. I think so. Yeah. Um, and I like how it tied into, uh, yeah. tied into the Conjuring, the first Conjuring, right at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was cool. So, yeah, that's the. There's not a whole lot during that quarter. Um, you know, there no, there are guarantees yeah. like Spider-Man, and then the rest of them are just kind of like oh, I'm kind of excited to see that. It's kind of the wind down of the blockbuster summer blockbuster stuff, and mm-hmm. going into fall. What about you, Jenny? Um. Oh my gosh, this is probably the best set of movies. And to keep it like short, like I mean, you guys covered a lot, like. Spider-Man's going to be great. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I mean, you had me at Tarantino. But what's funny is, like, the uh, the one that I'm, like, the, the couple that I'm most giddy for is I'm super excited for scary stories to tell in the dark. One, it's Guillermo del Toro. But two, those books growing up were awesome. They were so fun and super nostalgic. Um, so I'm really curious to see if they do that right because they can make it kind of kind of hokey creepy goonie-esque you know because it's a kid's it's it's scary stories you tell in the dark Mm -hmm. so they can totally freaking rule this one especially with del toro because he does have a childish way about him but he can make the creepiest shit you've ever seen so i'm i'm really excited about that but then on a cheesy note i'm really excited for the art of racing in the rain that's in the last like five, 10 years, that's, that's one of my most favorite books because it's just freaking beautiful. It's, it's basically a, about a dog. When does um, that, when does that come out? I don't even have that on my list. Uh, middle of September, I think September oh. 27th. Okay. But, um, go read the book. The book is fabulous. It's one of those that it, it's hard. It's, it hits you in the heart so hard, but it is beautiful. It is poetry in a nutshell. So I'm hoping that they actually make it good because it's it's basically life through the eyes of a dog and, you know, the, the ups and downs. Like, you know, you deal with life and, you know, or like depression or, or loss and things like that. But what's it like through the eyes of a dog, you know? And 
I'm I'm really 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 hoping that they do it justice. But I'm in the sentimental side. I really want to see that movie. But I mean, again, looks amazing, and and you know, Spider Man looks amazing, and there there's so many good movies coming out in that time frame that to narrow it down, I don't know if I could. I even want to see The Lion King. I'm not a big Aladdin fan, and I didn't really care for the trailer of Aladdin, but I really like the trailer for The Lion King. So I'm hoping that pulls off too. So I don't know. There's a lot in in this these groups of months that I would definitely pay a movie ticket for. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I would add is, uh, again, that's just for me because I'm an X-Men nut, uh, is the New Mutants. So um, that's going to be like a horror X-Men movie. So I'm kind of excited for a different take on the Mutants. Um, well, that, that first trailer didn't really do it justice. No. I was really excited for it too, but that first trailer was. Um, and for as I much think, as it's been pushed off, I think a lot of it probably changed. Yeah, well, I mean, hopefully, because that trailer made it look like, and and this is this is probably quoted from from something or, or someone who who posted about it on Twitter, mm-hmm. but it it looks like either a really bad X Men movie or a really mediocre horror film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it says it was delayed over a year to make reshoots, or allowing for reshoots to make the film more frightening. So, uh, well, well, hopefully, yeah, we can only hope and wait and see. Antonio Banderas is the villain and is set to appear in a post-credit scene. You had me at Antonio Banderas. Oh, the scene was. Hang on, the scene was changed in reshoots from a version where John Hamm was originally cast to play Mister Sinister. Interesting. Oh, I would have actually been okay with that if if Banderas is playing Mister Sinister. This could get crazy. Ooh, that yeah, that's really interesting. John, Hamm. I don't know why they would. I don't know why that would that information would come out though. Why would they? Yeah. Why Why would a post credit scene potentially be leaked early? Right. It's all over the place in this. Like, it's in the post production section. It's it's part of the the casting. Like weird. Mm-hmm. But hey, I'm okay with either one of them being yeah, uh, Mr. Yeah. Sinister. They teased Mr. Sinister at the end of um I want to say Days of Future Past. They had the briefcase with Essex company on it. Yeah, yeah, they did. I yeah. think yeah, I think you're right. I think that was Days of Future Past. Um all right. So let's move on here to our final section of 2019. Uh it's October, so it's going to be a lot of horror stuff. Uh October through December here, 2019. October 4th, Gemini Man, uh, the I'm sorry, Gemini Man, Joker, the women in the woman in the window. Uh the 11th is the Adams family, which is an animated thing, I guess. Uh Zombie Land 2, The Gold Finch, and Are You Afraid of the Dark? And October 18th is A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, which I think just got renamed to that. Um all right, November November 1st is Terminator 6 and Charlie's Angels. What year is it? Uh, November 8th, Sonic the Hedgehog, Kingsman the Great Game, and Midway. November 15th, Margie Claus, Last Christmas, The Good Liar. The 22nd, Frozen 2. And the 27th, Knives Out. And December, December 13th, Jumanji 3. Star Wars Episode Nine, uh, and Cats come out on the twentieth, and Christmas Day Super Intelligence, Little Women, Call of the Wild, Little Women and Call of the Wild, wow, uh, and nineteen seventeen. So not many movies in this last quarter, but there's some big ones to be talked about in there. So go ahead, Jenny, take us off. Star Wars. 
<laughs> I'm like, you can't you can't go wrong with Star Wars. That's a, that's a given. Um, there's there's interesting ones though because like the previous months we just talked about were very much driven by comic books, and although there you know there's a lot of like sci-fi and stuff like that. There's there's some really good ones. I mean, Star Wars hands down. That's what I'm most excited for. The one that I'm completely torn about, where I have a feeling it's going to fall on its face and be horrible, but I I think it's going to be I think it might be okay as Joker. Um, but I also think I just want DC to come out with something really good. So mm. I'm hoping for Joker. I'm I'm watching that one and then, um. The two other ones, not geeky related, but the Goldfinch. Um, that's also another amazing book. Like it's it's definitely a good read. Um, I don't know how it's going to translate over into a movie well, but I hope they do it justification. And then um, just because I know people that work on it and work in it, I'm excited for Little Women, and I hope they do a really good modern upkeep on it. So those are my top movies, but it all goes back to Star Wars. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to jump in now, let Johnny go last this time. Um, I'm not excited at all for Joker. I wish I was, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't like the storyline, though, of that he might have been part of the carnival? Well, we don't really officially know the storyline yet. We just I know... like the intrigue of that, though. That's what I'm saying, though. I, I You might be 100% right. Like, well, yeah, I'm, I'm 50-50 on it, but I think that 50-50 is why I'm like I'm sure. intrigued. Listen, I'm a, I, I, I want it to be good. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Mark Maron's in it, so uh, I hope it'll be. I hope it was Zaze Beats is in it, so I'm hoping for the best, but I'm just not hopeful. I guess I'm just not optimistic. I guess maybe. Uh, yeah, me neither. Yeah, yeah. Gemini Man. I'm looking forward to. It's another Will Smith movie, um, with Clive Owen and Mary Elizabeth Winstead and Benedict Wong, and it's directed by Ang Lee. So I'm looking. Oh my f- God, that's the that's the best movie ever. Right. It sounds like it should be right. That's a great cast, <laughs> and Ang Lee's a great director. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm hoping that one turns out pretty good. Uh, Zombieland 2, of course, that's been rumored for a long time, and everybody that was from the first one's coming back, including the writers, so I'm excited for that. Um, I'm afraid of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Because that's nostalgia, and it's probably going to suck. Um, kind of like mm-hmm. the, I don't know, the Goosebumps movies didn't look that great to me, and that was nostalgia too. Those were actually pretty good. Were they? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, The, the I, I can't remember much of the second one, so I want to say it was it was fairly forgettable, but the first one at least was a nice surprise. Okay. All right. Uh, the Mr. Rogers movie with Tom Hanks. I'm excited for that. A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Um, mm-hmm. That looks pretty – or that should be pretty good. I haven't seen anything yet. That's the one with Tom Hanks, right? Yep. Is that what you just yeah. Said? yeah. Yeah, that looks great. Yeah. Uh, Terminator 6, directed by Tim Miller, who we were just – I was just confusing, uh, I think. Or no, Tim Miller is the Deadpool guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know what to think about it yet. I haven't really seen anything from it other than that we know that Arnold and Linda Hamilton are back. Um, Gabriel Luna's in it. Uh, Mackenzie Davis I like a lot. I don't know. We'll see. Charlie's Angels I'm only excited for because Elizabeth Banks is directing it, and I love Elizabeth Banks, so I'll give it a shot. Um, Kingsman has been great. This is the third movie, um, but I don't see the original dude from Kingsman in the cast list here. Um, so I don't know if this is like a spinoff or like, he's just not in it. Um, it's kind of, which weird. one Taron Edgerton or yeah, Edger- um... Edgerton. Oh, he's not. Okay. What I about, see... um, how come I'm spacing on his name? These are the only names I see listed here and I'll have to click on the actual article, but Daniel Bruhl, um, who's the bad guy in civil war, uh, Ray Fiennes, Matthew Good, Charles Dance, Harris Dickinson, and Reese Ifans. Uh, Michael Vaughn is still directing it. 
Uh, let me just click on it once real quick here. Colin Firth, that's the one I'm thinking Colin of. Colin Firth, yeah. Um, where is this? Because the... it could be a prequel. That's probably what it is. Uh, yes, it is a prequel. There we go. Good call. Okay. Good call. All right. Um, so that's why. Good, good. I didn't even think about that. Good job. Um, all right. Uh, Frozen 2 will be fun for the kids. Um, Jumanji 3. I enjoyed Jumanji 2 um, for just a fun little movie. And it's the same four coming back. The Rock, Jack Black, Kevin Hart, and Karen Gillian. Uh, yeah, I don't oh, know. interesting. Um, so, well, they, you know, they were the avatars for the characters, so we'll see what, what, what kids are playing at this time. Yeah, but they destroyed the console in the game at the end of the first, at the end of the, the last one. Oh, that's right. They did. Interesting. How are they going to play that exact same game? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, of course, Star Wars. Um, I, I don't know how you can't be excited. Well, I guess I, I do know how you can be, but, <laughs> uh, I, you know, Billy D's back, so. I'm all for it. And then um, Call of the Wild is a book I loved as a kid. Um, so I'll see that. And Harrison Ford's in it and Karen Gillan's in it. Um, so I'll see that. I'd really like to see a, a big-time movie made out of The Hatchet was a book I read as a kid, too. Um, oh, I love The Hatchet. Yeah, they made a TV movie out of it, and I loved that back when I was a kid. Um, so I would like to see that again. But Call of the Wild, I'll see. That's like what that's the, the boy and a wolf, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I'll check that out. Um, all right. Last, of course, but certainly not least, Johnny. What? what, what? Um, I, I'm with you on most of that stuff. Okay. I'm not really excited for Joker. I wish I was. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, and this is the this I guess is the nerd part of me. If there's any character I don't want to see an origin story for, whether it's fictitious or not, it's Joker. I just don't care about Joker's origin. I don't want to know where he came from. I don't want a story or a comic to try to present. Um, you know, a, a a definitive origin for the Joker. So, I just don't, I just don't care. Yeah, I really just don't care. Um, but we'll see. May, you know, maybe the first trailer will hook me. Maybe it'll be interesting. It's DC seems to be taking this approach where they can be kind of one-off films. They don't have to be connected to the larger universe anymore. It seems like moving forward, they're just trying to do whatever best fits the movie, which is smart. So this yeah, could be taken as kind of an elsewhere story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's done now, so high hopes. High hopes. Um, Wait, what did you say? They have James Gunn now, so. Oh. I'm I'm hoping he can turn the DC universe around because they are the best characters, and I I don't know what's going well, on there. As of right now, he's only in charge of the Suicide Squad portion of the DC Universe. So, well, and he best fits the Suicide yes, Squad. Yes, absolutely. I feel like so. So that's a good get for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wish I was more excited for Zombie Land too, but it's been so long. It's gonna be that. Is it has it been too long? Kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, and and that can get. I used to not worry about that. I used to be really excited for it, but then you know, over over the years, I feel like I've been burned by returning to certain movies like uh, Indiana Jones, Oof. and uh, Dumb and Dumber for me was the big one where Dumb and Dumber Two came out, and I was real excited for it, and I saw it and went, "This is so not good." Yeah. Um. So talk about a movie that might ruin your original experience. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that could have been so good. You know what the problem is? Sidetracking real quick on Dumb and Dumber. The real problem with Dumb and Dumber 2 is that it got so raunchy and inappropriate. The first Dumb and Dumber was dumb humor, as per the title of the film. But the next movie was all about, look at my vagina and how big are balls, am I right? Right. It's just, 
it's just too much. So it got it got too inappropriate to the point like I watched it with my with my father and my brother. Uh, and we all love Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber's like our family movie. That's the one we always talk about in quote. And when watching it, there were times when I turned and looked at them to be like, are they cringing as much as I am right now? Because this is bad. <laughs> yeah. So um, so yeah, I don't I, I feel like when you take too long, it it either has the chance to be really good or really bad. It's very rare, I feel like, that you get years and years in between a sequel and it turns out to be just fine. It's mm-hmm. normally good or bad and that's it. Yeah. Um, I should be more excited for Sonic the Hedgehog because he's my favorite video game character, but it's live action slash CG hybrid, mm-hmm. and that poster that they released with the silhouette did them no swole, favors. Swole Sonic. Oh, it looks it looks bad. It looks yeah, that dumb. was it was real bad looking. I'm gonna give it the trailer. You know, I'm gonna wait for the trailer, see what happens. But I, yeah, that really mm-hmm. didn't do anything for me. Um, what else? Let's see. A couple other quick ones. Frozen 2, I'll take my daughter to see. Mm-hmm. Um, not real interested in revisiting that universe after the short. That uh, Not not short. That that episode, that 25-minute long episode, or however long it was, before we went and saw some other movie um, that was terrible. And uh, Jukumanji 3, I'm excited to see. I'm in, in, intrigued to see how they wind up incorporating those avatars back into it. And is Nick Jonas back? Uh, yes. Oh, wait. Uh, yes. According to Kevin Hart, the sequel have the main five stars, Dwayne Johnson, Karen Gillian, Jack Black, Nick Jonas, and himself back. Cast and crew will start shooting the sequel by the end of January. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. Um, and then Star Wars, I'm very excited to see that. I, uh, feel like we're a a vocal minority here at Atomic (laughs) Geekdom where we all pretty much enjoy, the majority of us, I think, enjoyed the last Jedi. Um, so I don't think there's, a, there's controversy going into this one for us at least. So, yeah. uh, if anything, the last Jedi rein, reinvigorated, uh, my interest in mm. star Wars. Okay. So I'm, I am excited to see this. I am worried about them giving it back to JJ Abrams where he can kind of wreck like some that's stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He can kind of, well, that was just a throwaway line and here's her real parents. It's Luke Skywalker. Oh okay. yeah. I feel like that's, what's going to happen. I feel like it's going to be, Oh, well he was just trying to trick you. Yeah. Adam driver was just trying to trick you into joining his side. Your parents are actually Kenobi. Snoke is not dead. He can Kenobi live without legs. Yeah. This, uh, so I, I feel like giving it to JJ Abrams is, is like backpedaling and uh, I hope not, but yeah, in. that's the fear. Just dig in, just go, go with your first choice. You know, I mean, solo, I feel like solo would have been a much better film if they had kept it in the hands of Lord and Miller. Um, especially after seeing Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse and seeing what they did with that and how much better Solo could have been if they had just stuck with their guns. Um, so that's, I don't know. Well, this I'm is ex- where I'll... I, I'm excited to see it, but I, I go in hesitant. Yeah, this is where I'll disagree. I enjoyed Solo a lot, but I know a lot of people that didn't, and I understand it. Um, real quick, though, according to Karen Gillian about the ending of the Jumanji movie... Uh, there was an alternate ending that would have left the door open for another installment. Uh, that's all it says there. It doesn't say anything about what the alternate ending was. Mm. Well, hopefully they don't just piggyback off that. Nick Jonas was the pilot, right? Yeah, he was. Okay. He got stung by the mosquito. That's My daughter right. loves Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle. That's like her favorite movie. She really? has rewatched it so many times. Okay. Yeah, I really like it, too. Yeah, so I, I enjoyed it. I think that's what I'm we saw last Christmas. Yeah, that's what we saw last Christmas, me and my mom. Yeah. And that ended up being just fine. 
Yeah, I'm like, well, this I, year. see, I, I thought it was better than just fine. I thought it was well, great. I'm just saying overall, <laughs> I'm saying that was a good experience, whereas this year was not. Oh, okay. <laughs> I see. Holmes yeah. and Watson. Yes. Doesn't compare. No. All right. So real, real fast as we wrap up here, can you pick one? What is your most anticipated movie of 2019? Uh, Jenny. Uh, Avengers. Avengers. Okay. Johnny. See, it's the same, but I want to pick something different. <laughs> okay, well, we'll see. <laughs> Johnny, I'm the same way. I'm like, I'm really anticipating us, but when it comes down to the truth of it, I want to see Avengers right now. Mm-hmm. Well, Dave, are you the same way? Yeah, I'm going to say that or okay. Star Wars. Yeah. So let's say Endgame for everyone okay. across the board, but then what's your second What's most? your non-Avengers Endgame movie? <laughs> non-Avengers Endgame, most anticipated movie. Us, just because I want a, a good, creepy new horror movie. What did you say? Us? Us, yeah. Okay. All right, Johnny. What about you, Dave? Oh, I'll go. No, no, um, you go, Dave. You go, Dave. Uh, boy, I just clicked off the screen. Um, Most anticipated <laughs> non-Avengers movie. So you, sh- you shouldn't have to look at the list. You no, you're right. And I, this and is I, what I'm excited for. Yep, I'll go with the one that came to mind first. I don't know why I'm second-guessing it. I'm going to say Dark Phoenix. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I want it to be really good. Um, And I, I'm excited. for. I'm always excited for new X-Men, and I've liked... Everything since first class. They haven't been great, but they've been better um, than the other movies. Um, and I like this cast of young X Men, so um, I'm, I'm hopeful and I'm, I'm excited for it. And I'm, and and I want to see if they start to start teasing to the X Men going into the MCU. I kind of hope not. Um, and if they do, I want it to be like maybe just one or two characters, not the whole team, because it's overkill at that point. But yeah, so there there's that. Yeah. Well, I've got a question for you then. Okay. How would you feel if it wound up being a really, really, really good movie, but then they recast uh, everything and started over? Just reboots everything. I think I'd be. I would be okay um, because that could be the final chapter, and then we move on to something new. End on a high note. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, For me, um, it's Aladdin. I'm really excited for Aladdin. Nice. Super pumped for Aladdin. Cool. And is there a sleeper movie, a movie that's you know not the big blockbuster that you're most excited for, um, you know not the, the huge movie? Sorry, you Jack. That, that I'm not excited for, no, no. but I think could wind up being really good. Uh, yeah, let's go that way. Yeah, let's go that way. Oh, uh, oh, that's tough. <laughs> that I do have to look at. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Um. You're talking about a movie that it doesn't look that, like well, it's, it's going to do okay, but you think that it's going to do better than okay. It might, it's gonna it has the potential to exceed your expectations. You're not exactly jumping at the bit to go see it, but you think it will it has the possibility to exceed your expectations. Oh, see, I feel That's like if hard. I if if I'm already feeling like I'm I'm not super pumped into seeing it, but I'll go see it. Then that means I don't really think it'll wind up being super good. Mm, okay. Um, All right, but let me, let me rephrase I, I do it. kind of feel like Alita Battle Angel could be better than what I think a lot of people are giving it credit for. Okay. Let's go that route. Let's go the movie you think people are going to hate, but you're excited for. Or that they won't like. That critically probably won't do well. That is hard. Dave, you, you go first, because i gotta, I got to <laughs> consider this. This is hard. Uh, uh, well, Happy Death Day to You probably would be on my list. Horror movies don't typically do well critically anyway. Um, so that's kind of an easy one uh, mm-hmm. to choose. So I'll, I'll I'll bypass that one and say that that's, that's kind of a gimme. 
Um, <sighs> you know what? I'm going to go with super intelligence. Oh, okay. Because uh, it's a Melissa McCarthy movie, and mm-hmm. her last couple of movies over the last two years have been uh, not not very good. <laughs> and I think Melissa McCarthy's great. Yeah. So this could be the movie that comes out. This could be the spy of 2019. Remember when spy came out and everyone was like, that looks bad. And then everyone sure. went and saw it and went, Oh my God, that was pretty good actually. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll go. I think that could, that could happen with super intelligence. I'll go that route. Since everybody is hating on this man because of star Wars last Jedi. Uh, I've always been a big fan of Ryan Johnson. His next movie knives out is a murder mystery movie starring Daniel Craig, Chris Evans, Michael Shannon, Jamie Lee Curtis, Tony Collette, Christopher Plummer, Katherine Langford. Oh my God, what a uh, cast. Just a huge cast, and I've loved pretty much every movie Ryan Johnson has made, starting with uh, um, <clears throat> Brick, and then going on to Brothers Bloom and Looper, and then, of course, The Last Jedi. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I have a feeling this is going to be kind of a return to form for him, kind of a, you know, it's a movie he wrote, so I, I have a feeling I'm going to really enjoy it. Nice. I'm I'm stuck because there there are a lot that can fall on their face and a lot that will be awesome. So I'm gonna throw out the new Terminator movie. I'm I'm hoping hoping Mm. that it's going to be a surprise. Six times a charm. Six times a charm. I liked some of the like later ones. I like the one with Christian Bale, which nobody nobody liked. Um, (laughs) You're right. But I'm I'm hoping that they can they can refresh it. Cause like the last predator movie was fun as hell, you know? And Oh, I didn't like it at all. The, the care. I mean, you have to know what you're expecting when you walk in, you know, you're, you, you're not going to be expecting an Oscar winner, but, um, I hope they do it well. Where like, this is, this is kind of my staple right now of telling everybody is when I'm in a movie, if there's a scene that hits me like in infinity wars, when captain America shows up, that's what I want. So I want Terminator to be that when Arnold Schwarzenegger shows up, it's that same feeling where I stand up out of my chair, I clap my hands, and I'm like, yes! So I, I think they got that in the last movie, when he fought his younger self. That yeah. scene was great. Uh, that's the I one with, with uh, what's her name? Amelia Clark? Amelia Clark, yeah. yeah. And Jai Courtney. That's right, yeah. So um, I hope so though. I, Gabe, I hope that that one surprises everyone. Gabe, that would be that would be a nice surprise. The guy that played although Ghost... I just looked it up, it's got five writers yes. for the screenplay, and one of them is David. David Escobar. Goyer. Yeah, that's the problem. David Goyer is that's your scary. your main screenplay writer. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Gabriel Luna, the man who played the Ghost Rider on Agents of Shield, is the Terminator in this movie. I'm gonna oh, throw okay. Out. I am going to throw out, though, that I bet you the Goldfinch is going to be the Oscar nod for next year. Who's in that? Uh, dude, I don't even know the cast. The book, though, the book is beautiful. It's it's basically about, um, it's about a piece of art, but a girl is blown up by, like a, like, a bombing, and her mom dies. And then the entire story of her being a survival revol- revolves around this piece of art. It's It's a beautiful story, but... Let's see. Uh, let's look up who's in that. Ansel, I actually don't know who's Ansel, playing. But... Yeah, Ansel Elgort, uh, Nicole Kidman, Willa Fitzgerald, Ashley Cummings, Jeffrey Wright, Luke Wilson, and Sarah Paulson. 
Yeah, that's going to be great then. Even yeah, more so next year, that's going to be the Oscar. No, that's my prediction. Oh, and Finn, yeah, Finn, pretty good cast. Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things, and it is a younger version of one of the characters. Okay, that's good. That's a good guess. So, Jeffrey yes, Wright's next great. Year, when Luke the Wilson. Oscars come yeah. up and every nomination is for that movie, I'm just going to say I told you so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> she won't hold back. All right, so that oh. is our show for this week. Chime in, join the conversation, AtomicGeekdom.com, at AtomicGeekdom on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. Let us know what your most anticipated movie is, what movie you think is going to suck, um, all that good stuff. <laughs> Keep it positive, I guess. Um, what did we miss? Any movies on that list that we, uh, you know, that aren't on that list that we just talked about that we might have missed? Because that's uh, a possibility as well. Um, if you want to talk to us individually on Twitter, Johnny? Uh, I'm at Johnny Wellens. There you go. Uh, anything you want else you want to plug? Anything you're doing you want to tell people about? Um, I don't know. I'm gonna get back into some writing stuff, so I wanna I wanna get back to doing my anti reviews. Okay. So that that would be fun to get into. So maybe maybe starting 2019, I'll start putting out a couple of those a month. There you go. All right. Something to look forward to. Tomakeem.com. Check it out. Johnny's back. Uh, Jenny. I can be found at Robbie Art on pretty much all social media platforms. And then some. <laughs> and at a con near LA soon. Yes, yes. I'll, I'll be up at most of the ones and definitely San Diego this year. So um, keep me posted. Tell me what you're excited about and then let's have a drink. There you go. Yeah, you can always find her with a drink in her hand at a convention. <laughs> Is there any other way to do a convention? <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, that's our show this week. Again, at Atomic Geekdom for all that good stuff. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube and Twitch gonna be a lot more content from there uh this year i hope and i'm planning for so uh hold me to the fires there we got to keep that alive and well um and get new new and fresh stuff on there look for our friendly faces all over those things and me sucking at comp- uh, video games and stuff like that and uh if we can figure out a way maybe get johnny on our twitch channel somehow um, that's me there it is uh playing some video games maybe he can own some of you guys on smash on our twitch channel Oh my God! Yeah, hit hit me up, hit hit us up, and say that you want to play Smash, or hit me up on Twitter or something. I'll totally play Smash. We'll smash together. There I'll you smash go. you, you smash me. We'll just smash the night right away. A Smash Fest, excellent. <laughs> yeah, excellent. <laughs> uh, all right, so that's our show this week. We'll be back next week with either uh, another topic or an interview. I have an interview. I have two interviews lined up for upcoming shows. Um, I just gotta settle on the dates. We're going to do a Titans uh, series wrap-up with uh, a gentleman who hosts a Titans podcast. Uh, that'll be Kyle and myself, and I've got an interview with a couple of entrepreneurial ladies who I met at a Wizard World who make geek-related pastries and bakery-type stuff, uh, and they're super awesome. I am have become fast friends with, with one of these women, and she's she's amazing. She's so much fun. She is, If I could bottle up the energy from one sentence from her and use it for the rest of my life, I would be awake for the rest of my life um she's got so much energy she's awesome she's very cool both of them are very cool we met them at wizard world madison and we can't wait to talk to them on the next on a podcast in a future date and like i said we got the titans episode uh plenty more stuff planned for the rest of the year um if there's something we're not watching or that we should be reading let us know again on our social medias uh you guys can dictate what we watch that's fine with me um but yeah 2019 fresh year for everyone not just us not atomic geekdom for you as well tomorrow's a new day start over uh if today was a bad one or carry it over into the next day so all right say goodbye 
Bye. Have a great, have a great one. Rock on. And don't forget, every pancake gets a flip. So don't you forget it. <laughs>